Hello and welcome to Planes of Fate. I'd just like to say thank you again to all of our Patreon, to all of you because you're listening to this because you are a Patreon subscriber. We appreciate the support and we just again want to say thank you and this, this show is for you to, to kind of celebrate the fact that you are supporting us. And we just, we, we love you for it and thank you. We, we really appreciate the support. Uh, with that, uh, we had our prologue. We had a pretty big thing happen, so I'm actually just going to go ahead and roll right into it. Susanna, yeah. your character is sitting in a dark, dank hovel, Yes, as I've already said. I just murdered someone. You just murdered someone. I'm going to let you tell me how you murdered that person because it'll give you a chance to talk about your cool weapons. Yeah, okay. So I have two karambit knives, which are like curved knives. Ooh. If you've ever seen the show Lucifer, the uh, Lucifer's like sidekick demon has one of them. I have two of them. So what I do is I take my, my karambit in my left hand and I stab it into the back of the person and then hook up through their ribs and pull them towards me. And then I use my, the other karambit to reach around the other side and slice their throat. Oh. Ow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so real quick, are there any cool, like, distinct, like, distinguishing marks about these karambits? Do you have cool names for them, like claws or something? Because they're like curved cat claws, you know? No, they don't have names. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah, they're they, they're cool. <laughs> they're like black. They're as like black as I am. So they they don't shine at all. They're like uh, matte black. Nice. They're meant to to be as invisible in the dark as I am. Ooh. Cool beans. Ominous. Cool toe beans. <laughs> yeah. All right. So with that, I reserve the right to change that later. Do <laughs> I think of a cool name for him? Yeah. With that, so you just killed a guy. I did. However, I am going to need you. Actually, you don't even need to roll for this. You hear muffled, like they, they start screaming and realize that they're screaming, but you definitely hear somebody make sound behind you. Oh, I immediately feet, whip around. But they've already started running away before you. I, I run after them. You run after them? Yep. Right, so you bolt through the door. You're out in the one of the main roads in town. You're on the outskirts. The problem is, is this person has already jumped up on top of a horse and is starting to gallop away from you. Are there any other horses nearby? There's not a horse, like, right on hand nearby, but you can definitely see a horse, like, farther down the street in the direction that this person's... Okay. I pull out one of my throwing daggers that are at my hip, and I throw, and I'm aiming for, like, this guy's neck or something to try to, like, knock him off the horse or something. Okay. Maybe... No, I'm, I'm going to aim for his back to try to get him to, like, spasm off the horse. Okay. Go ahead and give me a volley. First roll of the game. Uh, real quick, uh, do you, I will explain what volley is. So when you take aim and shoot at an enemy at range, roll plus dex. On a 10 plus, you have a clear shot. Deal your damage. On a 7 to 9, choose 1. Whichever you choose, you deal your damage. And your, the options are you have to move to get the shot, placing you in danger of the G, in a danger of the DM's choice. You have to take what you can get, one or minus one d six the damage, and you have to take several shots, reducing your ammo by one. I got a thirteen. You got a thirteen. <laughs> All right, deal your damage. A wonderful first roll to the game. <laughs> Eight total. I got ma max damage. You got max damage. You're nice. What? Okay. So, I'm not gonna say that you get this guy in the throat. You definitely hit him in the back. Well, I was trying to get him to, to hit him in the back so that he right, would right, spasm right. I was off. Say, the you horse. are gonna hit him in the back, and the problem is, is you can't. I don't think I can really say that he spasms off just because you wanted him to. You definitely hit your target, though. 
and you dealt a ton of damage to him. You can say whatever you want. But he doesn't spasm off the horse. He does, however, slow down a little bit. He's about... Because he was galloping or starting to try and gallop, I'll say he's like 70 feet away from you. Should have started at the horse. He should have. Yeah, there is still a horse kind of in the direction he's going. He, he, he's not getting quite as far ahead of you as he was, though. Okay, I'm going to run up and try to mount uh, the other horse that's okay. nearby. Okay. And you're going to gallop after And just him. slice its reins that it's, like, tied to any post with and just run after him, yeah. All right. You know how to ride a horse, so I'm not going to make you roll anything like Defy Danger. Uh, okay. You've definitely ridden a horse before. So this guy starts galloping out of town. As you're following him, you see a bright light appear in the sky. Okay. I, that, I look at it, but I'm pretty single-mindedly interested in the horse. You're pretty single-mindedly? Okay. So this guy starts going out of town to the to the northwest, and he starts riding towards a hill. And because you're so focused on him, you don't see... Well, you see it happen, but you don't see it approaching. You see something hit that hill and destroy it. And rubble goes flying through the sky, and I'm going to need you to roll a Defy Danger with Dexterity. So you roll a seven. So you're able to kind of pick your way through some of this falling debris, but you don't quite dodge all of it. One, uh, hold on a second, I have to open up my random damage uh, cheat sheet. There's a cheat sheet for if something's not like a character rolling damage. It says if it would do about this much, you roll this D. Okay. It's <laughs> not the meteor. So this is, just to be clear, this is the rubble, the rubble that from flying the... through. And remember, this thing destroyed an entire hill, so the air is pretty clouded. Because you did well, you're not going to get anything terrible. So you take... All right, you take two damage. However... So I take one damage. Right, yeah, because uh, you have armor of one, so you take one damage. However, the thing that hit you also hit your horse, and your horse kind of falls to the ground, and you've got this stuff cascading through the sky, or kind of falling down on you, all this rubble. You notice... You know what, actually, I'm going to make you roll for it. Uh, roll discern realities. Five. <laughs> I, see what I noticed happens. Nothing! You said single-minded, so, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. I yeah, so you're not going to get to ask any questions, so I'll give you... The, this is pretty obvious, though. You see that the guy also got knocked off his horse. Oh, sweet. Okay, so I... But <laughs> I am now going to cut to somebody else. Can I not just get off the horse and try to go run over to him? Well, you fell with the horse, so your, your leg is kind of pinned right now, but it's also not your turn anymore. You'll get your turn in a second. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh. You said I didn't take any damage. You said I didn't take any damage, but the horse did. So why am I pinned? Because the horse fell on you. The horse didn't do well, okay. and the horse fell. It's a horse. Did you roll for the horse? I didn't need to. This is a story, Susanna. <laughs> okay. I get to choose. See Just now you know me, how we fail. Uh, we probably have to hit this guy one more time. Malik. Malik. Yes. Someone call. Yeah. You are in the inn right now. Uh, the the meteor hasn't fallen yet, so you're just eating your meal. Uh, what are you doing? Malik's got his 
his back facing, uh, he's facing toward the door, looking toward the entry, and he's, he's paid up, he's sitting there, he's got this enormously huge tankard of beer in front of him. <laughs> Sounds appropriate. Uh, and j- just, uh, for those people who know Thornvale, just, uh, Think of like a slightly more medieval version of, of, of Henry with the coffee pot, and you have you have that. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I think everybody here knows Thornvale. Yeah, they're literally yeah. on yeah. the Thornvale Patreon. <laughs> I, I understand, I understand, but you know. It'd be sim- really weird if they didn't know Thornvale. <laughs> similarity. Uh, yeah, so he's just, he's just eating, and he's not, you know, he's, he's glancing around, sort of, you know, just, just, just checking, because he has, he has his own reasons for keeping tabs on who might or might not be entering the bar at any given time. Uh, he has his weapons also set up uh, within easy hand reach, not not far from him, but he's sitting in the chair. So sitting in the chair would be rather difficult if he were carrying his main weapon, which I'm going to take this opportunity to explain his primary weapon. <laughs> his weapon, which also I think Susanna stole my color scheme idea, but I'm keeping it because I loved it. Uh, he, he usually... Um, you know the you know the stories sometimes where the hero, like the sword or the weapon or whatever, is so big they must wear it on a back hanger, in order. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's 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 Malik. Normally he wears this on a on a hanger on his back is how he carries this, and his principal weapon is a big, like actually well big big for him, and he he actually he's he's possibly the only character strong enough in the local area to even swing this thing, is a warhammer. <laughs> Ooh. It is a obsidian obsidian black, and it it has an it has a uh, a broad flat flat head on one side, and then just for extra flavor, I put a massive spike on the other end, so he can attack you with both sides of it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Now, is it actually ma- is the head actually made of obsidian, or is it just obsidian? No, black? it's the color. It's the color. Okay, that was gotcha. what I equated cool. it for. No, it's made That's of funny. a it's made of an especially durable dwarven metal. It doesn't have a name yet. As for, well, the, the metal itself doesn't have a name. the The hammer itself does have a name. It is known as vermin fate. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I was especially proud. And of that I already name. knew because we talked about this ahead of time. But I like it. <laughs> uh, yes, he does have he does have secondary weapons, but his, uh, uh, we'll get into that later. So you're sitting there in this um, in this tavern and you hear a commotion kind of starting outside you hear people starting to kind of make a fuss okay do you do anything uh he he looks up he he looks around and he he looks toward the he looks toward the barkeep and he's like hey barman got any idea what kind of a nonsense is going on out there and so, uh, just to describe, so the uh, the barkeep is also the owner of this tavern, which is actually an inn, too. There's a couple inns in this town. It's a big crossroads town. Uh, but this is, like, the reason that the town is called Taverns be is because of this tavern and this inn. Uh, the owner is a human man. He's bald. He has a giant bushy beard that almost rivals your own, actually. Uh, he looks kind of like a kindred spirit in that way. Uh, his hair is brown, though. And he uh, he's a, he's a big kind of... Uh, stocky man, uh, very tall for a human, and he looks at you and he says, uh, "No, I, I don't really know what's going on." Uh, and he starts actually walking outside to see what's going on. And and uh, and Malik, he he looks out and he's you know he's hearing commotion now, so he he decides he's like, "Well, it's like he's looking at his meal. He's like he's he's nearly done anyway, so he just you know 
mops up the last of it with a bread slice, stuffs it in his mouth, takes the remainder of the beer, chugs it in one go, slams it down, and starts walking out. Okay, so because you took just a little bit of time to like finish your meal and stuff, you walk out the door and you see a bright light, and like seconds later, it strikes into a hill on the outside of town and sends a bunch of rubble flying into the air. Uh, when you came outside, you saw plenty of people like fleeing from that part of town. But since you got out there just a little bit later, you, you didn't really, like, people have already kind of gotten past the tavern. And at this point, you just see rubble cascading into the sky. You see an orange glow coming from that direction. You caught enough of it, though, to know that something just struck the earth with a lot of force. Hmm. And, and he, he just looks out there and he sees this, you know, he's, he's hearing, I'm, I'm guessing he's hearing, like, aftershock echoes of this thing. Yeah. So, now, there are people who are closer to it than you that have actually started, like, uh, we'll say that it's, like, a couple seconds later now, like, it's had a chance to settle a little bit. The air is full of dust, and it's it's kind of hard to see what used to be the hill and what remains of it. Uh, you do just see this orange glow kind of coming through the dust, and you see some people starting to walk towards it. Okay, so he uh, he steps out. He's looking. He's trying to see anything, and the dust is so thick. He he takes he takes the corner of his he takes part of his part of his cloak, pulls it over his face, and he's he's just looking up and sort of muffled. He just he's talking out loud and he or speaking to himself out loud, and he's like, "What in all the worlds was that?" I'll say uh, the, the somebody uh, you said that out loud, right? Pretty loud. Well, I said it out loud, yes. But okay, I'm, I'm, I mean, like you were you were just saying it like normal volume, right? Yeah, but I'm not. Um, I okay, well, speak- okay. I'm just, I'm just clarifying. So, somebody who was running by stops and says, "There, there was a light in the sky. Uh, so this, uh, I don't know. This ball just came from the heavens. It almost looked like a shooting star, but I thought it was going to hit us. It came right at us, and I think it, it, it hit the hill outside of town. Really? And he, he gets this sort of pensive look, and he, you can see wheels turning, and he. He decides he um he wants to he wants to get a you know he's not going to walk straight up to it but he 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 does want to get a closer look at what that was so he he's going to start heading in that direction. Okay. I'm going to stop there and uh Kellen, uh what were you up to? Uh you like I said when I first described it you were kind of just coming into town. So you're just on the streets when this was going down. So I'm actually going to have you roll. Nah, I'm actually not going to have you roll to certain realities. It's pretty obvious <laughs> this meteor is coming. So you see the meteor in the sky. Uh, what do you do about that? And this is at the point where it hasn't like hit or anything yet. You still see it streaking through the sky. and You notice it getting bigger and bigger coming towards town. She's probably going to try to track like the trajectories, like go the same direction as it's going. Oh, she's she's running towards this thing. Yes. <laughs> I'm just trying to think if that uh, that counts as throwing caution to the winds. Well, no, it's not for your own personal gain. Never mind. Not yet, anyway. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Uh, okay, yeah. So you start running towards this thing, kind of trying to track the tra- the trajectory. Uh, in that case, I am gonna have you. Uh, let's see here. It's either gonna be discern realities or defy danger. Her thinking is basically like big fire. <laughs> I'm fire, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I like fire. 
Yeah. <laughs> me fire and fire is me. Um, roll a discern realities roll. Okay. A 13. All right. So you get to ask me. You get hold three, basically. You get to ask three questions from the list for discern realities. Hmm, okay. I only think a couple of them apply, so. What should I be on the lookout for? <laughs> you should be on the lookout for the big old light in the sky that looks like it's about to hit the planet. <laughs> okay. What I will say, though, as kind of a modifier to that, though, you should be on the lookout for where it's going to land, which you're able to discern it's not going to hit the town directly, so. Okay. It's their new questions, so I'm trying to figure out which ones. It's all good. What is about to happen? The light in the sky is about to hit the surface of the planet. <laughs> uh, but again, though, it's going to hit somewhere not in town. So. Okay. You basically just had to get a mixed success on this one. Uh, there's really not a lot of questions that apply. Yeah. Um, you can ask your third one if you want, though. Yeah, I'll say what here is not... Uh, what it appears to be. The big I thing really that just fell from the sky. There's really not an answer for that one. Like it appears to be a, a big glowing object okay. falling to the surface of the planet, and that's exactly what it is. So. Okay, I just wanted um, to use all three of my questions. Okay. That's <laughs> well, she thinks it's probably like a meteor or something. Is yeah, it really actually, a meteor? you know what? I will say actually, it's a fair point. So I would say that the where science is at on this planet, people know what meteors are. That they've seen meteor showers before and have seen things hit the planet before. So we'll say that you know this is a meteor. So there isn't anything that doesn't appear to be anything other than that. That is what it is. So okay. I mean, she serves a fire deity. She probably thinks, you know, it's a sign from my god. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yes. So, so with that information, you know it's not going to hit directly in town. What are you going to do about that? Because you were trying to determine, like, you're trying to get closer to it and track the trajectory. So, so I'm definitely going to try to run towards the outskirts of town to get out of where everybody is, especially... Also, because I'm very small, and there are going to be a lot of people running through the street. <laughs> yeah, that's actually very smart. So uh, we'll say that you get on the outskirts of town on the northwest side of town. So like I said, the, the hill was northwest of town. So you're in the right area, and you get there in time to see this thing crash into the hill and send rocks and dust flying through the air. I want you to roll a, another discern realities roll. This one, though, it's going to be a special one. I'm not going to have you ask me questions. I'm just trying to see if you notice something. Okay. That's a seven. <laughs> All right. You see a catfolk woman on a horse that was riding in that direction, and you see some of the rubble hit her and knock her horse down. Ah. And then uh, very quickly, the dust from this explosion of earth kind of starts to clog the area, so you lose sight mm -hmm. of her. But you did see her at one point. Okay. Noted. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've ever seen a catfolk person before. Uh, with that, Wendy, uh, you are now in this dusty environment. 
You did see your target also fall, but now the dust is in your way. But I know where he is. You know roughly where he is. Remember, you failed on that roll, so I kind of gave you that you saw him fall, but now the dust is in your way, so... Okay. You can go um, to that rough location. I'm stuck you. under the horse, right? Right now you're pinned, yes. Okay. I'm going to kind of like poke the horse with my knife, like not trying to hurt it, just trying to like get it to, to flinch off of me. All right. Roll a defy danger with... It would be intelligence probably. Yeah, I was actually going to say it's quick thinking. So uh, the the, the kind of like key for intelligence is with quick, like, you know, defy danger with quick thinking. So yeah, I think that's quick thinking. So. Well, that's a six. That's a six. <laughs> the horse won't move. Yeah, the horse is uh, the horse is still pinned on you for now. Great. Oh, well, suppose you have to kill him too. Try something else. Oh, don't forget to mark experience. Oh, that's right. our first Where failure do I of mark, the show. Where do I mark experience? It's uh, up on the uh, top of that page in the top right, up where your name is at. Oh, does it not show on yours? Hold on a second. Oh, it's up here. Yeah. Actually, didn't you fail before too? I did. Is I that the second? Experience. Okay. <laughs> oh no, that's right. This is your second failure of the show. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even right. rolled yet. So, yeah, you want to try something else? Okay. Your leg's still pinned. Does it feel like I could just, like, move my leg? Is I'm not hurt or anything. I'm just stuck. You're not right? hurt. You're just stuck. So you could try okay. and just wiggle your your leg out. It's just going to take more time. Okay. Can I try to just, like, yell at the horse? To just, like... No, I can't do that. I can't You can't talk. yell? Nope, you can't yell. <laughs> right. <laughs> nope. Mind yell. Um, Think it very hard and hope it works. Well, I tried poking it. Real quick, um, Kellen and Malik, you two were both kind of mm-hmm. going towards this area, right? Or like you were just going towards the the bright stuff in general, right? Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna jump over to you two really quick. I want both of you, since you are both going into the the clogged, kind of smoky, dusty air. I want you both to roll discern realities oh by the way i was gonna say the other thing that i did was like pull my uh you know my my hood up over my mouth so that okay yeah so that i'm not like breathing in the dust yeah do you do anything like that kellen or not she might pull like use her hand to just pull it over her mouth as well okay if it's that thick it's not like so dusty that like i think like just putting your hand over your mouth is is good enough so i think all three of you are going to be set in that regard uh, Malik and uh, Kellen both roll discern realities. Yeah, I failed. I got a six. <laughs> and I'm sorry, which one is that? Dexterity? That's uh, wisdom. 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 Okay. Which is a zero. Oh, boy. I got a seven. All right. So here's what happens. Um, Kellen, you were trying to get towards the light, right? Mm-hmm. So you do walk towards the light, but you don't see anything on the way. Malik, you were going towards it, but on the way there, you see a horse with somebody pinned under it. Um, then Malik, seeing uh, seeing this person pinned under the horse, I am I am going to I'm going to walk up and, uh, and I he he looks um, he looks down at he looks down at this cat folk who he's he's um he knows enough to know what a what a cat folk is he he's he's yes, seen them yep. before mm-hmm. um, yes he has seen them before and so he uh he looks down and uh is like it's like is your because he he can't tell right now with all this smoke he can't tell why she's just lying there he hasn't seen the leg yet so he he looks down and he says uh you all right miss 
And I look up at him, and then I shake my head, and I point at the horse, and I make a motion like I'm trying to shove it off. Okay. And then he uh, he he glances down. He's like, ah, ah, all right. Uh, nah. Just wait there one second, and I'll see what I can do. And then he, he sort of, he gets, uh, he, he goes around to the same side as her, and he he crouches, he braces his knees, and he is going to try... <laughs> To because his his strength is big enough he can he, he's strong enough to do this I would think in order at least enough for her to pull he's he's he indicates to her it's like all right I'm gonna I'm gonna push on a count of three and you're gonna pull you got it can I help this roll in any way um you can roll aid you just don't get to add anything to it because you don't have any bonds with them yet okay and then I go three two one and I push. <laughs> <laughs> and see, I don't. Uh, which this would be a strength roll, right? Right. So you're gonna roll defy danger with strength. Okay. I have a pretty decent size. I have a pretty decent strength. So let's see. I got a, I got 10, a ten. Okay. On between the two of us, we gotta be able to. Huh? All right. So you are choosing to give him a plus one, right? Yeah, well, so the way that yet. aid or interfere works, it says when you help or hinder someone you have a bond with, roll plus bond with them. On a hit, they take plus one or minus two, your choice. On a seven to nine, you also expose yourself to danger, retribution, or cost. So what I'm going to say happens is uh, as you're working to help them on this, you guys kind of like get the horse almost all the way up and then slip so it falls back on you and you take an extra two points of damage so it only becomes one. So we didn't do the thing that we were trying to do. Well, no, to no, but all. then you keep going and then you get it off. But okay. you failed at first. Like you were like kind of doing it and you both slipped and it fell on you. And then you got back and tried to. Okay, fine. As soon back. as the horse is off of me, I am bolting towards that guy that also got knocked off of his horse. Okay. Um, Malik, how do you respond to the person you just saved running off without even saying thank you? Um, well, he, he has, that's a low blow. He, yes. He, he, is, he is kind of, he is number one, very, he, he is, he was in the process of being grateful that she's not maimed or anything. And then she just bolts. So he just, he just, he just, you look, dropped a horse on me. What do I have to be thankful for? Well, he just, he just looks after It's like, well, excuse me, Missy. I didn't have to come by and help you anyway, but then he, I don't care, but then he just looks after her and, and he goes, well, that's a fine hello to you too. <laughs> and then he he, he 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 wants to like he wants to properly you know find out you know is she okay? What's happened? And obviously she is because she's gone running off. But then he it's also in the same in the in the direction he was going as well towards towards the light. So he starts running after. It wouldn't be towards the light, right? I was running towards the road, not towards the hill. Oh, you're right. You're well, right. no, the the guy the guy was not following the road. He was just trying to get away from you. So he actually was going towards the hill too. Oh, like okay. the the spot I, I might not have described it well enough. The spot that he fell at was in between you and the hill. Oh, okay. I just figured he had fallen on the road because it made more sense. But okay, whatever. I'm gonna go after him. I'm gonna find him. And- Okay. Do they see a little halfling running by? (laughs) As of right now, they don't. So I am not looking for a halfling. (laughs) Susanna, I'll say you're able to find the horse, uh, but when you get there, the guy is not there. So give me a discern realities roll. (sighs) Four. All right. Another experience. Great. Somebody's gonna level up. Do I see the halfling? Not yet. No. 
She's farther along than you are. Do I see the other guy? Nope. You see nothing. <laughs> well, he failed. was following me, right? Oh, you mean Malik? You mean? Yeah. You see, uh, well, were you were you following him or her? I mean, Malik. Well, not necessarily following. I was I was heading in the same direction though. So if she looks behind, she probably will see me. Yeah, I turn around to him, and I like wave to get his attention. And then and then I uh, I uh, he slows up and 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 he's and he goes what what. What was that? What did you go? What did you go bolting off for, huh? And was it a human that I was chasing? Yes. Okay. And I say to him, "Did you see a human with a, with this other horse?" But you see, you see like these shimmering letters in the air in front of me. Uh, human, human with a horse. Uh, well, yeah, I did see one human with a horse, but. Uh, well, actually, you didn't, though. Well, no, I'm sorry. I, um, I, I, that was that was not. Um, I meant to say, cat person with a horse, not human. Uh, actually, no, I didn't see. Uh, the only, the only person with a horse I saw was, uh, it was you, Missy. And uh, you don't mind me saying so, you're in something of a bad way. And I'm just gonna ignore him and then run off in, like one of the direction in like the direction, I guess, of the town. Is this? Well, he was, he was fleeing the town. He was fleeing the town. And also, you have to remember, he was fleeing before the meteor hit. So the meteor hit, and that could have done anything to what he was... He just knew that you saw him and was trying to get away. So Yeah, I know. He's also got one of your knives still sticking out of his back. I don't think that's come out yet. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm thinking. I want that knife back, at and, the very least. And she... like So she bolts that way, and then he just he just stands there, and he just speaks out loud. He goes... Is this what passes for courtesy around these parts? Ugh. I'm going to look at the ground and I'm going to see if I can find any footsteps for the guy. That's what the discern realities that you rolled in. Well, you that was just looking for him. I was... wasn't looking at the ground yet. What about blood? Well, yeah, okay, let me look so, for a tr- so blood trail. So literally, like, if you had succeeded at the roll, I would have given you a foot trail and a trail of blood, but you failed the roll. Like, that was what the point of the roll was, to find the trail. At least that's what I understood it as. And okay. you failed the roll. So I'm going to give you a bit of help here. You do have another person that could maybe help you search. Who? I mean... The other halfling? I asked if I saw them. There's a dwarf here. I mean, you asked him if he saw the person. You didn't ask him to help you look. Okay, I guess... I I know it's kind of me inserting myself, but I... I Okay, so I turn around to the dwarf, and I, I, like, wave my hand to get his attention again, and in front of you, you see words that say... Can you help me look for the human? And, and he he looks at he looks at you kind of well, obviously annoyed, and he he just goes, "Oh, now 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 you want my help after that amazing reception you gave me, huh?" And and you just see the words, "Please, it's important." <sighs> oh, fine. I, so I have to say right here, real quick, before we go farther, uh, I noticed that Malik hasn't like really responded like with amazement or anything from this sky rider yeah. coming up in the air. Is there, is there a reason for that? Just out of curiosity? Um, well, actually, um, I think I know the reason, but uh, I just want to see if you have a, uh, actually, like I, I did not, I did not have a, a, I did not have a storyish reason. Um, but because I mean, for me, it was in, in my head, I was, I was thinking that I had forgotten the whole riding in the airport and the fact that it was, you know, it was just, I was just conversing, but you're right. He would, he would react somewhat, but he, okay. So he, 
Can I retcon this or? Yeah, you can retcon this. Okay. So yeah, during that initial writing, he's he's expecting words to come out, and he sees this writing, and and with his background, he's he's seen he's seen such a thing before. He has, or th- something similar. But, he's seen magic, basically. Yes, yeah. yes, he has. But he has he has never met somebody who who is doing it so completely and so fluidly as she is. So his surprise comes from. Well, she's 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 writing an entire she's writing entire sentences and she's she's doing this. She hasn't spoken a word. So yes, he's surprised and he you know his eyes go wide and he he steps back a little bit but doesn't say anything as she continues. Okay. So he just kind of rolls with it this whole time. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Uh, in response to her question for help, uh, do you decide to help? Uh, uh, he just he just heaves a, a sigh and he his you know his mouth sort of smirks and he just goes, well. It's not like I have any better to do at the moment anyway, so why not? And you see the words come up and they and they actually like change color a little bit. They turn into like a red color. They've been kind of like a golden color. And it says there should be a blood trail. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go ahead and give me a discern realities roll, Malik. That is a five. Come on! Oh my god. <laughs> Has <laughs> the halfling caught up to us yet? She's ahead of you. I'm ahead of you guys. I passed you because I didn't see you. Yeah, she you passed by. She wasn't roll. trying to find the person. Wait, I failed. She's just running towards the light. I failed so I can add. Yay. Yep, you can get an experience. <laughs> All right. Well, this guy's useless, so I'm going to just run ahead towards the light and see if maybe the guy went that way. Okay. And do I run across the halfling? I'm going to jump over to Kellen first. Okay. Uh, Kellen, you... Are running towards the light, yes? Yes. <laughs> okay, so you... I'm going to say you actually get there. So you come out across the lip of a crater on what used to be the hill, and you see in the center of this a giant boulder, essentially. It looks like a giant boulder. doesn't look like normal rock, though. And it's on fire right now, burning and there is just this giant plume of smoke going into the air, and it's giving off a bright light. In this area, it's not quite as smoky. The dust has kind of moved away from the impact crater, so it's a little bit lighter here. And you... You see something else. So pretty much the entire hill is gone at this point. It's There's not very much left. However, you see some roughly hewn stonework that you know you you actually i'll say that you came from the western slash north or west like you came somewhere from like the northwestern quadrant on your way into town the hill wasn't like that before it was just a regular old hill and you see some roughly hewn stonework kind of on the edge of like your vision like it's not quite cleared off yet it's not in the impact crater itself it's kind of on the lip of it you see this roughly hewn stonework um and then i also want you to roll a discern realities roll Nine. All right, you get to ask me one question. Is this kind of for like the that stonework, or is it just for like the scene in general? Or... Um, this is just the scene in general. I'm trying to see if you notice something. Okay, so what should I be on the lookout for? So you should be on the lookout for an injured person because you find a bloody dagger on the ground with a trail of blood going towards the stonework. Nice. Ah, 
Okay, so I'm gonna pick up the dagger and try to... I'll follow the blood trail towards the uh, stonework. And okay. I would, I would like to think Malik is not far behind because after this terribly, terribly rude Catwoman has, has run off on him, he's just, well, all right, have it your way, and he's resumed his original errand, which was heading toward this strange light. Just for the uh, just for the interest of story, I'll say that your talk, the two of you, wasn't terribly long. Like, you did have to get her out, but Kellen was coming from a different angle, and it was probably going to take her a bit longer to get there, even though she went straight there. So what that means is I'm going to say the two of you get there just as she's picking up the knife. Oh, sweet. So as soon as she picks up the knife. Uh, sorry, just because you were running towards the light and it just happened to be the right way, you, you just kind of chanced upon her picking up the knife and finding the trail. <laughs> oh, cool. So as soon as I see her holding the knife, uh, I run up to her and like wave at her to like get her attention. And then you see words pop up over my head and says, I believe that's mine. Kellen's a little startled by the words. <laughs> I hold my hand out. Make like a gimme motion. Uh, and then I point to the I point to the other ones that are like around my waist. Mine. <laughs> well, Kellen is, has noticed obviously that the knife is covered in blood. <laughs> um, and that there's a blood trail and says uh, is there a reason? Do you look down at the blood trail? No, look down at the bloody knife, and I'm like, okay, fine. It's a, uh, it's a bit bloody. You, you sure it's yours? And I just nod at you. <laughs> um, I, guess I point to the missing. I, I point to the spot on my waist with all my knives that has the missing one. <laughs> okay. And I hold out my hands, and I just glare at you. You see um, two different colored, very angry eyes glaring at you. Yeah, so she'll, like, hold out the knife for her to take, but then also point out the blood trail on the ground Sweet. with her other hand. I follow the blood trail. <laughs> I take the knife and I follow the blood trail. It's, it's right there. Don't kill me. <laughs> what happens? Um, so you follow the blood trail. So, as I said, the blood trail was going towards this roughly hewn stonework. Uh-huh. Which I, I I would like to say I have no I'm not completely oblivious I have noticed the crap that's going on around me and I'm very curious about it but I have to kill this guy. We're <laughs> <laughs> real quick I don't know if this this could be cut but why am I killing these guys? So I was waiting for you to ask. That is actually entirely your choice. Why were you killing these two men? Okay, I think they're serial killers. I think they're serial. Killers? I think they're like tag teaming serial killers. And right, that's so why that actually works. So just to give a bit more uh, world building, this is why we do these kinds of things to kind of share the world. So Taverns B is a crossroads town. It's not part of any kingdom. It's just on the border of yours and a couple others. For some reason, it just kind of ended up as kind of a no man's land in between these three or so kingdoms, and it is. Uh, it's got the tag lawless, so it's got like a guard and stuff, but it's also not really part of an official kingdom, so people can kind of do whatever they want here. So Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I just wanted to make sure because I, I figure I probably tracked them from my kingdom over here mm -hmm. since this is they just like gotten out of town. I finally found them. Mm -hmm. There was only supposed to be one there, but they were both apparently. Yeah. Okay, I want to follow the blood trail. Okay, so she's following the blood trail. Do the two of you follow her? Yeah. 
So I'm, you're, I was I'm assuming your interest direction. might be peaked in some way. <laughs> uh, well, the, uh, she might follow her, but I am, you know, this 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 knife, this blood trail, it's of no interest to me right now because mm -hmm. the entire reason I left my terribly quiet and subtle dinner was uh, was to was to figure out because in in his head uh, he's. He, uh, he, he, what he's heard about it, he heard from the barkeep, this ball of fire falling from the sky. And, and he knows what a meteor is. So he's thinking, you know, meteors traditionally might carry rare metal. And he just happens to have a giant hammer on his back. And he's thinking, this could, this could be of, this could be of value to me if I get there first. <laughs> or, well, not, fire, not, so. not, not necessarily <laughs> that he gets there first, but but just that he wants to see if he can discern if there is anything worth, you know, would it be worth hanging out for this thing to cool down, which might take a while, or or going on. Okay. I will, so those two are going to run off for now. I'm going to let you, and this is, the, so we've been doing a lot of it, we have been doing a lot of it this episode, but you are going to roll another discern realities because you're trying to figure something out about the situation. Well, yes, but am I am I close enough yet? I can't even I can't even tell if like. Well, I mean, I... you so you guys were like this all happened with the knife and everything happened like in the crater, kind of like on the edge of it. So like you can clearly see okay. like the burning ball of, of okay. meteorite. Yes, because with... now that it's landed. Oh, by the way, it is now a meteorite because it's hit. It's not a meteor anymore. So, <laughs> nerd. For, uh, yeah. Science. Nerd. So, um, <laughs> nerd. Uh, so yeah, it. Um, you can definitely see it if you want to make some kind of roll to discern anything about it. That is a seven. All right, you get to ask me one question from the discern reality. Oh, the one thing I forgot to say too is you get a plus one forward when you act on the answers to a discern realities roll. Okay. I don't know if we've been remembering that, but let's remember it going forward. Okay. I don't think I've gotten any of those yet, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I've got one. Uh, yeah, this one fits. What here is useful or valuable to me? All right. So you can tell that that is a special material. Uh, you're a dwarf, so I mean, it's a meteorite. So it's actually, uh, I'm not going to let you know exactly what it is, but it is made out of a an irregular metal that could have interesting properties. So it would be useful to you, but right now it is a burning ball of fire and it hasn't cooled off yet. And it probably won't for a while. It's going yes. pretty good. So and probably got some time to maybe not do that for now. Despite being a dwarf, I am not immune to fire. So uh, no. <laughs> I know. Might be helpful if you had someone who was. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to take mental note of of the fact that this is valuable, and and then I, I I look ahead to see if I can tell where the other two went. Well, and you saw where they were going before you stopped to look at this, so yeah. you can just kind of follow. And you saw the blood trail too, so you can just assume they followed that and yeah. continue. He's 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 thinking, you know, I'll, I'll come back for this later when it's cooled down by a couple hundred degrees. Yeah. So the two of you will go back. We'll cut back to you for a bit. So you followed this blood trail. And you basically started walking on like a, a, you started walking on a floor made from roughly hewn stone. Um, you actually saw some columns that were collapsed. And I want you, eh, I don't really think it's a spout lore roll because you wouldn't know what this thing is. 
So, well, actually, no, you don't. Yeah, you don't ask questions on this one. So, yeah, so both of you spout lore. You basically find some roughly hewn stones, some collapsed columns. Um, you actually find some like rotten wood. Like it looks, it's wood that looks like it's ancient and just rotted. Just kind of. This is kind of like a, like a. History I rolled a five. <laughs> it's basically like a just a knowledge check or like a smartness, basically. Like, I know nothing about what's this. Going on? <laughs> and this is intelligence, right? Not wisdom. With yeah. It's intelligence. Didn't yeah. help Spout me. Lore. Uh, oh, so to read the move for the first time for our listeners, uh, Spout Lore says, when you consult your accumulated knowledge about something, roll plus intelligence. On 10 plus, the GM will tell you something interesting and useful about the subject relevant to your situation. On a 7 to 9, the GM will tell you something interesting. It's on you to make it useful. And the GM might ask you, how do you know this? Tell them the truth now. I got a 7. <laughs> All right, so... There's no way you could have known what this place was, but you can tell from the fact that it's got collapsed columns and a stone floor and like wooden pieces that have rotted and clearly used to be some kind of piece of furniture that this used to be a structure. Like this is obviously some kind of building was below this hill and it's now been uncovered by this meteor crash. It, it was below the hill. It wasn't like on top of it or anything. It was in the heart of this. Hmm. Okay. I'm probably too busy following the blood trail to pay too much attention. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why you failed. <laughs> yeah. I'm speaking yeah. of. I'm following the blood trail. Yeah. Quickly. Um. Do you? <laughs> so do you continue to follow her then? Do I? Uh, continue? I'm talking to Kellen. Do you continue to follow the the cat folk woman that's just running away from you? I don't really care about the halfling. My legs are longer than hers. I figure I can outrun or whatever. <laughs> yeah, she'll probably call out. Be like. Uh, is is someone hurt? What what's going on? Why why are you here anyway? I don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at this point, uh, Malik catches up to Kellen, calling after Wendy. And then I I stop I stop next to her and I look at, I look ahead at at this Catwoman, and I just I, I look at. I look at uh, I look at Kellen and I just say, I haven't known her that long, but uh, I'm not sure I like her yet. I actually I think as I'm going away, I actually wave my hand to like kind of make sure they're looking towards me, and then they see in like really big, like blue letters, "Go away," <laughs> and then as soon <laughs> as I get far enough away, it just vanishes. <laughs> Yeah, she's quite the charmer. Yeah. <laughs> Would you believe that I tried to be a good Samaritan and she just bolted like I'd scared the life out of her? Huh? Oh, I believe it. So, uh, and what Kellen's do the gonna two keep of following. you do? <laughs> she's not You're going to keep away. following? Okay. Yeah. What about you, Malik? Uh, well, I... he he's still, he's still waiting for his possible huge payday to cool itself down. So, <laughs> so right now, uh, but he's, he's, um, he might follow, but he's going to follow uh, a bit more slowly because he's, uh, he's seeing, uh, he's seeing this ruined building. And of course he being a dwarf, it's like, wait a minute, there was a hill on top and now there is no hill and there is this, which means this was inside the hill, therefore buried, therefore possible reasons why. All right. So, uh. I'm going to cut back to Wendy for a second. So, Wendy, you continue to follow this blood trail. 
you pass a couple of columns that are actually standing up and you realize that some of the hill is still kind of intact above this section of whatever the structure was. So you're now kind of under like an earth, like an earth, well actually it's still roughly hewn stone as like a ceiling and above that is just like a mound of dirt that made up this hill in the past. And you follow the trail and you come to a dark stairwell going downwards. However, the blood trail stops at this point. But it was going but down it was the going stairs? Toward, it was at the stairwell when it stopped. Okay, if there's nowhere else the blood trail could have gone, then I'm going to go down the stairs. Did you hesitate at all to look more for a blood trail or no? These two are like really close uh, behind you. You're saying that that's where the blood trail stops? Right. The reason why I'm asking is these two are like really close behind you. I'm just trying to decide if they're like with you as you go down the no. stairs or if you're ahead of them. No, so. I'm just going to keep going. Okay. If it stops there, I'm not going to keep looking for it. I'm just going to okay. run down the stairs. Okay. I assume and you I can, are... I can see in the dark, right? Mo- yeah. More or less? Yeah. Okay. Oh, real quick. There's a couple things that this game system doesn't really cover, like dark vision or low light vision or like languages, you know. So I kind of like did that with the characters off to the side. I just did things that made sense from other systems like Dungeons and Dragons. So I am a cat. Um, dark vision. Yep. So Cal- or sorry, Wendy has dark vision. So does Malik. But probably and not. And I don't Cullen. believe halflings have dark vision or even low light vision. No. But I mean, you can control. But I fire, can make so fire, I mean, so yeah, <laughs> it'll be fine. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just bolting down these stairs. You're I'm, I'm like being stairs. careful to make sure that there's not like collapsed stuff around me, but uh-huh. as much as I can, I'm going as fast as yeah. I can. You two, you're trying to follow her pretty quickly, right? Well, I'm, I am not. Kellen is. I am not per se following her. I am, you know, I see the stairs and I'm just thinking, oh, possible buried something or other down here. And so like she can, she can go do whatever she likes as far as I'm concerned, but I, I am. I am following close-ish behind, although I'm guessing I'm farther behind than I'm, I'm, I'm at the end because since I have been making a more careful examination of this, of this uh, uh, possible building. Yeah. So just to kind of like set the scene here, just to give more exact, uh, these two, you didn't have like a huge head, lead, head start, Wendy, so you're about 100 feet ahead of Kellen as you're going down these stairs. So she can still see you if she has some kind of light source. Well, no... The light source might not go far enough, but she can hear you. I mean, you're not that far ahead of her. And Malik is not far behind her, so he can he can still... What can she hear? Footsteps, I mean... I have very soft footsteps. Okay, she can't hear you, but she knows that you went down the, the yeah, stairwell. Okay. okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm just saying, I have, like, cat feet. You can't hear me yeah. very well. No, that's, that's, that's a my, good point. It's one of my things. Yeah, no, that's a good point. So, okay, so she can't hear you, but she knows that you... Or she can surmise that you went down this stairwell because that's where the blood trail stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're only about 100 feet ahead of the two of them. So as you start to descend this stairwell, um, you do see evidence of structural damage. You actually see a nice big crack kind of going right down the center of the staircase. And um, as you go, uh, you're not going to have to ne- make a roll for this. It's pretty obvious. But you see evidence of, like, burrowing intrusions. So you see kind of, like, mm. holes in like the side walls of the of the staircase. Oh my. I don't appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but you don't see anything beyond that. You just see evidence of great of holes. Um, Lovely. You descend, I run faster. You descend for a good like 5 minutes. Am I am I really that far behind this guy? Like he has 8 points of damage. Just hold on. <laughs> um, you descend this staircase 
and you actually descend for a good five minutes. No, three minutes before anything happens. Okay. Um, you come to a landing, and you see two open doorways to either side, and the stairs continue downward. Do I have to do another discern realities? All right, I'm looking for... This place has got to be dusty as heck. I'm looking for footprints. I... Yeah, you can do a discern. Hey! <laughs> All right, you get to ask me one question. Great. I guess what here is useful or valuable to me because I'm looking for, like, footprints that'll tell me where to go. You, it is it is pretty dusty down here, especially after the meteor hit. It knocked dust loose from the ceiling and stuff. So this, uh, you do see a foot trail that comes to this landing, and it continues down the staircase. However... You also see other foot trails kind of running up and down across this landing into the rooms and stuff. Uh, if you are curious about those at all, probably not. But uh, you do see other foot trails as well running around between the rooms. Do do they look like they're the same species? Like the same no. size foot? They don't. Okay, then I'm going to follow my footprints for now. But I am very much on the lookout for something else. Because I am, I don't, there shouldn't be anyone down here. As far as I know, I'm the first, second one that's been down here. It doesn't make any sense, but I'm going to, I'm going to keep following my footprints because I got to kill this dude. <laughs> After I kill this dude, I can deal with some other stuff. Uh, the two of you, they're still a hundred feet behind her when she continues down. So she gets about a hundred feet down the staircase and you two come to the landing. What do you do? Um, and I'll say that with your dark vision, you can actually see her, Malik. Like she's within your your range of dark vision. Uh, Kellen, did you did you actually decide to light any kind of fire or anything? Or when she decides to go down the stairs, she'll light fire in her hand because she can't see anything. <laughs> so do I need to um, roll my move for that, or like just to create fire? I'll say that for minor things like that, if you're not in combat, you can just create, like, a flame or stuff without having to roll for it, is what I would say. See, the one that I think might apply is Zuko style, because it's when you bend flame to your will. Yeah, you know what? I'll say that you could use that to just, like, make a fire in your hand. If you're trying to specifically make a weapon is when you have to do the other one. Yes. But uh, read a, because it's the first time, read that whole move just to explain it to everybody. Mm -hmm. So Zuko style says... <laughs> I love the name. <laughs> yeah, me too. When you bend a flame to your will, roll plus wisdom. On a 10 plus, it does as you command, taking the shape and movement that you desire for as long as it has fuel on which to burn. On a 7 and 9, the effect is short-lived, lasting only for a moment. On a miss, it rages out of control with a mind of its own. Okay. So go ahead and uh, make the roll for that. Okay. Well, no. I'm going to say just making a fireball in your hand is its still technically this move, but you're not going to have to roll for it. You're not trying to do okay. anything special with it. You're just making a fire in your hand. Okay. So yeah. that I'm going to say you can do whenever you want, make a okay. fire. But to bend it to your will and do something. Yeah. So I'll light the fire in my hand and then start kind of going down the steps and say something like, you know, I, I normally don't follow strangers around. I just, just want to put that out there. But uh, I think she's going to need help. That's charitable of you. <laughs> After 
So you two are, because you can see her, Malik, you are directing, are you directing the two of you down the stairs farther after Wendy? I... See, I... She did not give him the warmest of receptions when they met, so I'm not honestly sure if he would follow her or not. busy! (laughs) (laughs) She's working, okay? (laughs) I I mean, I understand this, but there's common courtesy. I mean, seriously. Uh, But... Uh, yeah, because his, his idea is that, like, he's not following her. He is, like, I want to see what's at the bottom of this. So, I mean, Cullen recommends you help her. So what do you say in response to that, then? Which help her? Um, oh, uh, like, she said, hey, I think we should. Yeah. It seems like she needs help. And then and then he just he just heaves a sigh and says, well, you, you can help her if you want. I just want to know what's down here. Does he have any reaction to me literally making fire in my hand? <laughs> I was going to say that. Yes, when the, when the, yeah. when the fireball yeah. comes up, he, you know, he, 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 just, he just, like, raises his eyebrows, and then he, he starts to, you know, stroke, stroke his beard very slowly because he's thinking, if she can hold it, that means she's immune, which means, you know, maybe I can, you know. <laughs> not, not, that, not that I'm, no, I, I am not, he is not the sort of person to, to, to coerce anyone into doing, you know, he, he's not going to say you have to or I'll hurt you, but, but he might, you know, afterwards he's thinking that he might try to, you know, say, you know, maybe if you, if you help me with this, then maybe we can split 50-50 or something. <laughs> so, uh, here's what happens. So you two, so you do decide to go down the stairs after her though? Yes. Okay. So we'll say that she's more like 120 feet ahead of you now. Wendy... You come across a creature in the middle of the staircase as you're descending. What is it? It is a giant cave rat. Ooh! And it shrieks <laughs> when it sees you, and out of the tunnels on the staircase surrounding you and the other two, oh, more cave rats appear. Oh, ah. man. And we're going to have to see what happens next week. Oh! Ah. <laughs> you turd.